Now, back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Friends, we've mounted our steeds and we are riding, discussing this really important event that took place. You may have seen it in the news, probably saw it on social media. A group of professors at Arizona State University tried to stop an event featuring Dennis Prager and Charlie Kirk at a public university from taking place. They wrote a petition. We went through the petition just uh, on the previous segment. So if you missed that, go to FrontierFreedomRadio.com. You can download the podcast there and listen to that. So on my show is Dr. Owen Anderson. Dr. Anderson teaches philosophy and religious studies at Arizona State University. He's written a number of great books. He did a philosophical commentary on Job. Sometimes we all feel like we're Job uh, suffering in a faraway land like Colorado, uh, where conservative values are outright rejected. Uh, the Declaration of Independence and God, I'm really looking forward to that. Maybe we'll get a chance to talk a little bit about that. The Natural Moral Law sounds like a, a really bright, thoughtful person. Dr. Owen Anderson was a member of three professors that responded to a much larger audience of professors that didn't want this event to happen. They wrote an article in the Daily Wire titled, Professors Stand Up for Free Speech as Liberal Colleagues Seek Boycott of Dennis Prager and Charlie Kirk. So, uh, Dr. Anderson, let's talk a little bit about the run-up to the event. What was it like on campus? Because we've seen this on other college campuses where there's essentially like a de facto veto power that leftists have where they can raise enough commotion that there are security concerns, uh, there's anger and frustration and boycotts and protests and, you know, even fire alarms being pulled and stuff like that. What was the run-up to the event? Then we'll get into the actual event. But let's say the week on campus. How did it feel at Arizona State University? Well, you know, that, that is one great thing about ASU is our president has made it clear we're committed to free speech and all perspectives on campus, and we did – uh, accept the Chicago statement on free speech. So at the university level, there's no pushback. However, of course, we still hire professors, the vast majority of whom come from a Marxist religious background. And so the professors will say one thing, but it's not necessarily supported by our president or provost. So on campus, what happened was these professors were sharing their letter in their classes. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, when you teach a class, you're supposed to teach the subject of the class. You're not you're not promoting your own political bias. But because we did that, <laughs> I think we all me. laugh at that because we've been in education for the oh, last I know, 20 yeah, I know. years. But, right? but, but this is even more. I mean, the, the professors don't even notice their own Marxist bias. But this is above and beyond that of, of handing out a petition in class. And so it got leaked. And then they were shocked and said, we, ne- we never called for a boycott. We don't know what you're talking about. We just wanted to raise some concerns. But what you said a moment ago is exactly right. They want veto power. So the behind-the-scenes story is what they're saying is before you are, anyone comes to Barrett Honors College or any other college, they have to get a, approval of the majority of the professors. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we, we both know what that means. Nobody who they disagree with would ever come to campus. So the professors are distributing this within the classrooms, and uh, were the students – in support of the professors as well? Were you dealing with kind of a, an uprising well, of a mix- the student body? No, not at all. I mean, you have, a, you have of course, just like, just like anywhere else, you have a mixed student body with lots of different perspectives, which is one of the great things about a state university is you do have those, that diversity of, of perspectives, and you get to 
discuss it. So the uh, the counter protest really went nowhere. Um, I think what ended up happening is it backfired, and the larger community found out about this, and the event was packed. So wow. it was held in ASU's auditorium where you would have you would have events like Broadway musicals come through. Mm. This is where they'd be held. So it's a big big auditorium. I think it holds roughly 1,200 people, and that's exactly how many pe- people were there. I mean, it was it was full. And then on top of that, on on PragerU's YouTube channel, you had 16,000 views so far. So I think the whole protest, backlash, whatever they wanted to call it, against these white nationalists backfired on them. Do you think students are getting tired of these uh, efforts to shut down free speech? Like, I, I can understand if there was someone that was truly horrible and disgusting and, and students wanting to rise up against, you know, someone like that. But do you think they see that this is just an effort to, to shut down conservatives and, yeah, I think, I think and, and they're kind of seeing through it? I think I think so. Or, or at least I think that there's enough conservative of a conservative community on campuses who want to hear this, that they're aware of the attempts to shut it down. And, and the way you shut it down is by what you just said there, there are, there is such a thing as hate speech and that's not permitted or inciting people to violence. Right. So when you read that letter, that's the language they use, right. To get it shut down. These people attack women. Well, that's an incitement to violence and they can't speak. So they, again, they label you either as a violent person or a mentally ill person and they keep you from speaking. But I think, I think people are aware of that tactic. And that's, that's one reason I actually started a Substack, Dr. Owen Anderson, and uh, your, your listeners can check that out because I'm going to keep, reporting on far left events at ASU because I think that people are, they want to know about this is our tax dollars going to support far less left political causes at our university. I mean, parents of potential students and potential students would like to know that. Yeah. (laughs) So we work at Colorado Christian university and things are absolutely changing in higher education. Uh, There's traditionally across the country, there's a 17% drop in enrollment in colleges because there's a lot of parents that are just like, I'm not going to spend $40,000 a year for you to unravel everything I spent the last 18 years establishing into my child. I don't trust you. At the bottom line, I just don't trust you. Colorado Christian University has had 13 years of record enrollment because we're very clear about where we stand and we're very clear about the type of education that our students are going to get. But anyways, I want to, I want to go, but but, yeah, let me go ahead. Let me tell you what, there's a line Dennis Prager had that remind that what you just said reminds me of that. He said at the event, why are people, why are these professors worried about me coming on campus? Because they know in 90 minutes I can do what it takes (laughs) them four years to accomplish. (laughs) I love it. This event, this event was, it had a, a famous heart surgeon, Dr. Gopalan. It had uh, Robert Kiyosaki, who's famous for his book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Right. And then Dennis Preger, and it was introduced by Charlie Kirk. And so it wasn't even focused on conservative politics. We were getting health advice. We are getting economic advice. The idea being everybody, everybody can be healthy and wealthy and happy. And in fact, Dennis Preger said, you have a moral obligation to be happy you shouldn't be someone who's going around complaining about everything and has a grievance about everything dr anderson that's extreme the idea that people would be healthy wealthy and happy uh run these people out of town with their uh, crazy ideas but i mean the truth be told you're probably going to learn 
better about how to manage your finances reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which I have read, uh, which is, you know, be creative, be invest your money, work on yourself, live at an 80 percent rate on your salary so you can save and invest. Then you are going to learn in a lot of other classes. So I can see why they're a little intimidated. And can I? Can I tell you what Charlie Kirk's opening advice was? <laughs> he spoke for about 15, 20 minutes, and his, his advice was essentially seek God, yep. keep the Sabbath holy, honor your father and mother, take resp- personal responsibility for yourself, and be happy. Yeah, so I, I can understand why. Yeah, right. Well, the Marxist he, actually, he actually talked for a while about how he keeps the Sabbath holy. So can't have that a day as you. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it goes to show the division that's really taking place in this nation. In fact, I, I tweeted about this the other day when AOC got really angry about the "He Gets Us" ads, which had, had no political overtones whatsoever, and, and they're just so they're, they're so hateful towards Christianity in particular that it that it just comes out in all their. Uh, in, in, in their whole worldview. But I do want to point this out. So these are professors. A whole bunch of professors signed this petition, and they linked at the bottom to uh, the reasons why Dennis Prager and Charlie Kirk shouldn't be at ASU. And they have uh, you know links to articles on racial justice, on the LGBT community, on women's rights, on democracy, on public health, on racial justice, on the LGBT community, on women's rights, on democracy, on public health, on higher education in America. So you can imagine if you're looking at this, there's a whole lot of footnotes at the very bottom of this. <laughs> I, I can't make this up from professors, okay? These are people that teach and teach students how to write. All of them, with the exception of one, from one source. Could you imagine writing a paper in college and only listing and citing a single source, which, by the way, is Media Matters? <laughs> it's, it's almost comical. It's almost like this wouldn't get a, a C in college. It would be a D-level no, paper. paper. A student hands in a research paper, and it's all media matters, all or all Breitbart, whichever side of the spectrum you're on. Any professor is going to say, hey, you, you've got to get some primary sources here. You can't use secondary sources that are known for being on one or the other side of the political equation. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's, it, 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 it's comical to me because it's just a violation of everything that they sought out at the, in the very first paragraph, you know. For instance, you know, we have these uh, core values of broad diversity of voices and viewpoints, and, and they applaud the creation of our curriculum and how important and high quality the curriculum is. And then they just – it's just so bad. It's so Well, this bad. is one of the tactics for the Marxist religion, how it converts people, is it takes – Marx essentially was a Christian heresy. So he takes Christian concerns, like Christians are concerned about the poor. We care about the orphans and widows, and we want to help other people. And so he takes certain Christian concerns and then puts it into an atheist context. So mm-hmm. it always works that way. They'll take words like justice or love, and they turn it into something different than what it means within Christianity. But then naive Christians think, well, I like love. I'm for justice. And they get sucked into this. So that first paragraph is very similar to that standard strategy. They'll say all the nice words that everyone agrees with, but then you'll get into the actual Marxist part. Friends, we're talking with Dr. Owen Anderson of Arizona State University. We're going to continue this conversation when we come back. You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour 
sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University.